everybody, it is October 2nd, 2023. So, my computer's been hacked. It's completely fucked up. Uh, had a bunch of technical issues this morning. So, that's why I'm getting the episode up late. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Today, I'm going to be giving my Sunday review of the mainstream media. Republican Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy appears on Face the Nation to tout the inevitable, inevitable inevitability of Trump securing the nomination and winning the presidency. And CBS Sunday Morning Propaganda also has a deceptive segment about the possible government shutdown, which didn't happen, while deriding hardline conservatives. So first, we're going to tear into the Sunday New York Times showing how the newspaper continually mischaracterizes the facts to mislead the public. So let's see if I can get everything to work now. Hold on. We're going to start out here with this one article from the New York Times. The mystery around COVID fatigue. Here's what we're learning about the debilitating symptom and how to manage it. So this is a debilitating system from COVID, a manufactured virus. But the article in the New York Times doesn't talk about that here. But it does talk about how it affects your mitochondria. Well, where do you think the mitochondria is? The mitochondria is in the DNA. That's what it is. Mitochondria is DNA. And so we'll just look at Wikipedia here, mitochondrial DNA, mitochondrial DNA or mtDNA is the DNA located in the mitochondria, cellular organelles and eukaryotic cells that convert chemical energy from food into a form of cells, uh, to a form that cells can use such as endenosine triosphate mitochondrial DNA is only a small portion of the DNA in a eucalyptic cell. Most of the DNA can be found in the cell nucleus and uh, plants and algae and of plants and algae also in plastids such as choroplats. Human mitochondrial DNA was the first significant part of the human genome to be sequenced. The sequencing revealed in the human mtDNA includes 16,569 base pairs and ENCODES 13 proteins. So that's the mitochondria that they talk about here in this article. One hypothesis for why people can feel so exhausted is that COVID may disrupt mitochondria, which is your DNA. But even though they say that these organisms that were created in a lab that's a conspiracy theory that uh, affect your dna so it's not only the vaccine that could possibly uh, affect your dna because it has mrna in there um but it's actually the COVID itself that affects your dna and i don't i'd rather take my chances with COVID anyway but that's not i'm not going to willingly put that into my body uh even though i know that it is a manufactured virus and who knows what genetic mutations uh, that causes. So next we're gonna, speaking of DNA, we're gonna talk a little bit about mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are growing public health threat, reversing years of progress. The actual headline in the newspaper was mosquito wars, uh, colon, climate breeds deadlier threat. So they say this is because climate change, even though we just had probably global, but it was definitely uh, announced in Florida that Bill Gates was releasing genetically modified mosquitoes and who knows what that was going to do. 
Less than a decade ago, it was the humans who appeared to have gained the edge in the fight more than a century old uh, against the mosquito. But over the past few years, the progress has only stalled. It has reversed because they're monkeying around with mosquitoes. All the fruition <laughs> that came from Plum Island uh, is now located, I believe, in Nebraska. Those um, uh genetic uh, virus experiments uh, that are used through uh, insectus, uh, insects uh, that are parasites like mosquitoes. So mosquito-borne illness, tick-borne illness, because they actually inject things into you uh, before they start to suck out your blood. The insecticides, which, which I am no fan of, but to keep malaria and mosquitoes at bay might, might have to be used, to spray in houses and on uh, bed nets to protect sleeping children have become far less effective. Uh, it's just, it's, it almost causes more harm than the mosquito uh, as far as human health. Mosquitoes have evolved to survive them after uh, uh, declining to historic lows in 2015, malaria cases and deaths are rising right after they started developing the new malaria vaccine. Yes, that's right. So Bill Gates is behind that as well. But uh, the New York Times here says it's, it's wonderful. And here's some um, international news on the anniversary of uh, illegal annexation. Russia strikes Ukrainian region, it claims as its own, the actual headline in the newspaper, which is always more telling because it's, more the the newspaper actually is more truthful it's the same story but they do they change the headlines with different editors it said in the maldives voters elect ally of uh no this is is this yeah, no this is russia attacks region it considers its own so a little uh, little territory changes hands on the battlefield. President Vladimir Putin of Russia and President Vladimir Zelensky of Ukraine both signal that they are prepared to keep fighting. Uh, that subhead makes no sense. Um, Russia illegally annexed four regions. Oh, that, that's debatable. Donetsk, Luhansk, and East in the east and the southern regions of Zeprovina and Kursan. Exactly a year ago, Saturday, battles for control have continued to rage in all four areas. Um, this is obvious because they wanted a buffer zone there, but they had already invaded Crimea in 2014. If you call it that, it was mostly Russian-speaking people there, whether those people were relocated because they were ethnic Russians or they might, in some cases, their families had lived in eastern Ukraine for years and years and years, but they just have an affinity towards Russia. Um, but everybody knows that uh, the Russian speakers were all over eastern Ukraine for millennia and that's that's nothing so of course they call it their own Russia does the Russian speakers do um and that was the thing with Crimea Crimea has been part of Russia forever so is it worth going to war with a nuclear power over something that is strategically important to them I mean come on what what's the benefit of Ukraine having the Crimea the hottest new accessory in Niger, a Russian flag. Russia has, has quietly been distributing its own flags throughout West Africa. They're now considered so cool. Um, they're allied. It's, it's for a free sovereign country to ally who with whomever they want uh, without repercussions. So if in Niger, and who knows if it's become Prigorzin's, uh Wagner group there, is it because of that uh, in Africa? Who knows? But if the Russians want to fly 
I mean, excuse me, in the in Nigerians or the Nigerians want to fly Russian flags, just like if they would want to fly. We don't blame anybody for, uh, you know, China might blame countries for flying American flags. So what's the difference? There really isn't if the country is sovereign. If it's not, if it's a colonial uh, vassal state or imperial, uh, corporate imperial vassal state, you know, maybe they can't do what they want. If they're taking money from the United States, maybe. They can't do what they want, they feel, or, or from the IMF or whomever. Maldives president is defeated in vote overshadowed by India and China. That wasn't the headline in the newspaper. The headline in the newspaper was in Maldives. Voters elect ally of China, their leader. So another country bites the dust uh, to lean east instead of west. Um, the, you know, it, it can't happen in the Ukraine, but it happens everywhere else. That's, that's, that's fine. And this is just about the president, Ibrahim Mohamed Adid. You know, it's a new Cold War. Uh, president Ibrahim Mohamed Asalith of the Maldives was defeated, and that was our guy. The president runoff on Saturday in a race that was provided much by a re referendum on the competition between India and China for influence as a, as a chance to determine the small islands nation's next leader. So the Chinese are just using pages from the playbook of Western diplomacy of the re the way you get um countries nations territories under your wing is you offer them lots of money or huge amounts of loans that they can't pay back that go to the leader and then the leader puts it all in swiss banks and then when they're deposed they just leave quietly and then they go back to their millions also, the New York Times is reporting in Feinstein, San Francisco had an endless champion. Well, you see where San Francisco is now. So we can't lay it on the feet of Diane Feinstein, but Diane Feinstein also employed a Chinese spy as her driver for 20 years. So right there, not to mention her, her efforts after she swore an oath to the Constitution is to um, try to dismantle the Constitution, particularly the Second Amendment. So Diane Feinstein's life was inseparable from the fortunes and tragedies of the city over uh, nine decades. Of course, all these Democrats, and you can see it in all the blue cities, you get what you pay for. So if you elect Democrats, of course, they're not only going to be soft on, on crime, but now they're so radical that they just let the criminals out of, out of jail and they go murdering and raping CEOs of, of companies. Just like happened in, in D, was it D.C. or Baltimore? Um, so, you know, these people are just jokes and, and they're held up as some pariah. Uh, they're not pariahs. They're bad politicians who give in to the excess of, of criminality and illegality and, and try to grift off that. Um, you know, meanwhile, making all these speeches about how they're good and they love everybody, you know, like... Nancy Pelosi, oh, everybody is God's children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The IRS contractor charged with leaking tax information is the next headline. The federal charges are said to involve disclosures of tax information from Donald Trump and also wealthy taxpayers. So finally, the uh, leaker who leaked the lame tax returns that went on the Rachel Maddow show, oh, big exclusive, uh, really didn't show anything. Um... But here, at least somebody is being prosecuted, it looks like, um, for a leak in the tax returns of Donald Trump. Uh, but that, it said, and wa other wealthy taxpayers, so it might have been other left-leaners, and that's why uh, he's probably getting po prosecuted. But 
this is on the back page and the reality is somebody within the government, a deep stater, leaked people's tax returns to the media and one of them happened to be Donald Trump. Maybe this was part of the insurance policy. It just goes to show you people in government can't be trusted. They're just, they're part of bureaucracy that is supposed to go in and out with uh, administrations and not kept in place uh, because people don't want to hire, you know, the million employees every time a, a new administration um, takes hold, but it should. I think everybody's, everybody's federal position should be reviewed in every incoming Yes, every eight years, every income administration to see whether those people are still needed or whether they should get a raise or whether they should get uh, their hours cut. You know, you don't want to keep a perpetual growing government that every year you need 3% more or 6% more or 12% more and nothing, no programs ever get retired. So we get into the opinion pages here. Uh, what's going well in the United States? This isn't, the article is, why these 13 Republican voters don't want Trump anymore. And they could probably only find 13 Republican voters that don't want Trump. The majority of voters want Trump. And these people are idiots. I, I could just go through some of the quotes here. Um, fill in the blank. When I think about the direction of the country right now, I'm most worried about blank. Everybody says economics, one pro economics, debt. And this idiot says the situation. It's like the situation of what, from Jersey Shore? And even the moderator says, the situation, question mark. And the guy laughs, yeah. And then the other people say, the economy, the economy, debt in the economy. One person says education, the other, the economy, the economy. The economy was better under Trump. So why are they not voting for Trump? Inflation, which is also economic. So you have uh, the education and the one person says, the situation. And this guy goes on to say, Trump and the indictment, now Biden and his son's indictment, I have no clue who I'll vote for. It seems like everybody's just underhanded. He doesn't know what he's talking about uh, at all. He doesn't know how politics works, uh, particularly American politics. And you don't, they don't understand is the grip of the, the, situa the situation by the political parties and that there's been a political coup by libertarians, not just in the government, uh, but in... On the right, most of them are moderate. There's some that come from the left. There's some that have been on the left. But most people are moderate and they want liberty. So they're less authoritarian, more libertarian, because that's where all the oppression comes from, an authoritarian government. But authoritarian government can be right or left. So the, the, when people talk about, the, uh, uh, you know, the society or social or the culture, aspect of po uh, politics um you know socially on this that, that doesn't mean anything it just means you don't want laws governing what you think is oppressive so whether you know you can't say saying you're liberal because you like to smoke marijuana doesn't mean liberal it means you're libertarian you don't want a law against prohib a prohibition of marijuana or sodomy or whatever you take those laws away the laws against sodomy that means you're libertarian on that issue in particular so people just don't know what they they talk about 12 they get 12 republicans to say they don't like trump trump's the best option for the country love him or hate him sorry sorry and movements have support so they can actually get things done popular support get things done that's what scares the bureaucracy which is a minority actually 
the populism is scared because it can push things through if they get enough people in the Senate and, and you know, in both houses, judiciary and in the executive, you can get things done. That's democracy. Jamel Bowie has a opinion piece here, how the faith that arose from the cotton fields challenges me. Here's this another, of course, that's online. The actual one in the newspaper was, why am I still a Christian? So Christian isn't even a headline online. How the faith that uh, arose from the cotton fields challenges me. I guess it's a black person. Why am I a Christian? And this is what drew me to this thing is, why is it a Christian? Uh, why am I a Christian? Christianity means you believe in the prophecy of the Messiah and that in fact, Jesus of Nazareth, his, the historical Jesus of Nazareth was that Messiah prophesized in the Torah. That's it. So you can be a Messianic Jew or you can be a Christian and the Christian version means that there's some divinity related to Jesus. The Catholics think the Trinity, it's all God and one and three and three and one is that Jesus was God, was the immortalized God or the mortalized God. But like Christians like me believe he was historical, he was the best Christian humanism. And that's what most people believe in the moderates is that Christ was a human that was the most divine out of all humans. So he was the pinnacle, it's Christian humanism. You think Christ is the pinnacle of not all creation because God is up there as well, but in any case. So this has nothing to do with it. So they make it about, uh, Sal Macaulay makes it about um, race. Christianity is nothing, has nothing to do with race. And so it goes through all his, his things, but it's like the, the, you know, the slave owners were Christian or whatever, and he talks about the KKK. You know, let's let's look for the word Christian and, and not in Christianity because he uses Christianity the whole time. He never uses the word Christian. It's always within the form of Christianity because my Christian heroes were people who defend, defied government to make this country a little more free. Indeed. <laughs> Well, you lent something to the white there, uh, the right there, the libertarian right, I should say, the white. I remain a Christian not simply because of the faith that, in the beginning of this article, he talks about the church and being a Christian has nothing to do with the church. Just means you believe in a certain premise. That's the point I wanted to make. I'm sorry, I'm getting long-winded. I gotta watch the time here. And this is already up late. This is already well into the afternoon. So again, my apologies. Um, and then Jamel Bowie, we have another racist uh, what if the framers got something critically wrong? That wasn't the headline in the newspaper. It was uh, the peril of thwarted majorities. So what he's saying, he talks about the electoral college and the stopgap measures, the measures to retain indiv individuality in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights is one of those from pure majority rule. Because as you always hear, you know, what are the two wolves and sheep? When they vote for what's for dinner, what do you think the outcome is? And so you don't want an overwhelming majority that could take away rights of smaller individuals, individuals with less fanaticism, let's say, or countries that have less lesser populations. 
And that's the problem with, you know, you could do referendums in your state. I don't think there's any problem with that. And, and the majority, uh, the majority in your state vote for senator is an overall majority. Um, and in the district, obviously, of um, your representatives. So, you know, that's just the way the system is. And But he argues whether the framers got something critically wrong that you wouldn't allow. No, they knew what an overall majority would allow. And we're going to end up here with what is J.D. Vance's angle. I think the newspaper had the headline, J.D. Vance is not your usual political opportunist. But the opinion piece by Michelle Cottle talks about how he reaches across the aisle on certain issues that he can find bipartisan support for. That's what a politician is supposed to do. So they're trying to sour him with the Ohio electorate and saying, oh, well, he's not as much a conservative as you think because he's not a hardliner. But he reaches across the aisle. And, and the fact is, he is very much a good politician. And they had to put in here that he had a Lego set of the U.S. Capitol on his desk uh, that his wife had bought him, very similar to one of the people that got arrested for January 6th. And that was because they said he had it to plot the attack. Uh, but in any case, um, they try to make him out as a guy who reaches across the aisle. They try to sour him with a so-called pragmatic bipartisan MAGA troll, political opportunist. So they're saying that his electorate is going to get sour with him because he's not a true MAGA. Um, but Because he, he t works with Amy Klobuchar and Ryan Wyden. Um, being labeled a rhino, that is a Republican in name only, generally earns when the sort of opprobrium normally reserved for child sex traffickers. So he goes on, uh, Michelle goes on to try to um, just sour him with hardliners and, and to say that he's not really there, that he's a moderate um, and that he's turning his back on Trump. And I wanted something that to say with conspiracy theories, hatred of conservatives, yeah, they just, this is a hit piece, but the angle is what's interesting because the the audience here is the Republicans or it's liberals that can go to people supporting Vance in Ohio and say, your guy, you think he's MAGA. He's not MAGA. Um, but he's, if you ever looked at, at, at his work and his voting and what he's doing, he's great. He's great for the people of Ohio. He's conservative when it comes to money because you want to fix things without money, but and that's not a problem. Um, but he's true to the uh, America First cause, just like a lot of other senators are like, um, uh, a lot of senators are like Cotton and the guy from Missouri. So let's get right into the segments from Face the Nation. Uh, everybody's talking about the almost government shutdown. Basically, the synopsis is, is that no funding for Ukraine, you fucking corrupt fuckers. So Nova, no, who knows, but, uh, McCarthy is hinting that he might have a separate bill and agree to that, whatever. But he's trying to say it's contingent on uh, border security. We'll see if he sticks with that. But here's McCarthy first off. 
Look, I think, I think President Trump's going to be our nominee and President Trump's going to win because President Trump's policies made America stronger. We didn't have inflation. We had a secure border. Are you endorsing we did, him now? We didn't have a $100 barrel oil. Um, so what I totally find is the president is going to be our nominee. The president is going to win re-election President Trump for the basis that we want to make America stronger. And the other thing, too, is... Congress has done it once again. They've kicked the proverbial can down the road, passing a 45-day funding bill to keep the government running. Now, the deadline for getting spending bills passed is November 17th. Joining us this morning, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Think of everything we've been able to accomplish so far. Parents' Bill of Rights. We passed the most conservative bill to protect our border, make America energy independent. We've been able to cut $2 trillion in the debt ceiling, get work requirements back in. The hard part we have right now is yeah. the Senate has not passed one appropriation bill. Each body's supposed to pass 12. We've passed more than 70% of the discretionary spending already. The Democrats tried to do everything they can not to let it pass. They did dilatory. Democrats were the ones who voted did you, for this did you in a did larger you watch number it? than Republicans to, to keep the continuing resolution alive. Did you watch 90? the floor yesterday? Oh, yes. Hey. Okay, 90 the, the, Republicans voted against it. One okay, so Democrat let's, wa let's walk through it. what actually happened. First of all, the Democrats stood up and did dilatory actions, asked to adjourn. So was that supporting to adjourn? Then they used the magic minute. They went as far as pulling the fire alarm, not to try to get the bill to come up. Look, That's Democrats stick together, government. but they did not want the bill. They did not, they, they were willing to let government shut down for our military not to be paid. Because the House is doing their work. We've already done more than 70% of it. So compare this to the Senate. The Senate hasn't passed one bill. The Senate didn't pass anything about the shutdown. The Senate hasn't passed anything about securing the border. The Senate hasn't passed anything about the $100 hasn't a barrel. hasn't passed anything about the border that could actually become yes, law. Yes, we have. No. Not that could become law. Be that's your opinion. Hey. The House is its own body. The Senate is its own body. We're not going to surrender to the Senate. We pass what the American people want. Do you know the governor of Massachusetts has declared a state of emergency? Hey. This is one of the number one crises as far Absolutely. from the board as you can see. This is killing Americans there was every no single funding. day. Will you be able to bring a vote? on Ukraine. What? The White House says that you are going to do this quickly. Look, the priority for me is America and our borders. What do you mean the border first? Because the White House briefed Congress that 45 days, they don't have enough money. They have more than $3 billion right now mm -hmm. to be able to help them get through it. If they have some challenge, we can sit down and we can talk about that. But the American border matters. And more people, more Americans are dying on our border than Americans are dying in Ukraine. So you are explicitly right now linking any Ukraine aid vote to a border bill. It won't I be a standalone Ukraine I am bill. telling you that the American border matters. And that is our priority to make sure we secure that. But they're not going to get some big package if the border is not secure. The one thing the White House has to understand, they better be prepared to secure American border. What it does matters. that mean specifically? What are you looking for there? Well, the, the bill you think that won't go anywhere could easily do it, H.R. 2. Remain in Mexico, finish the wall. Uh, you've got to change asylum to be able to secure this border. That is the bill, the border bill that you want passed. 
and yes. you are now, not it sounds like attaching not that it to I, Not that I want it passed. It is passed, and the Senate has done nothing. So, but how it works is the House passes a bill, the Senate passes a bill, and you go to conference. The House has already done their job. Yes. The Sen and we've done this in approps. The Senate has done nothing. So what I am saying is, when you saw government funding, there is a need for Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I support being able to provide the weapons to Ukraine, yep. but America comes first. Donald Trump came out and said that Republicans should shut down if they don't get everything they need. And, well, and are you going to endorse him explicitly? Look, I think I think President Trump's going to be our nominee and President Trump's going to win because President Trump's policies made America stronger. We didn't have inflation. We had a secure border. Are you endorsing we did, him now? We didn't have a $100 barrel oil. Um, so what I totally find is the president is going to be our nominee. The president is going to win re-election President Trump for the basis that we want to make America stronger. And the other thing, too, is look what's happening in foreign policy today. You've got five American embassies that had to be evacuated. You've got this new axis of power growing against. You've got uh, a challenge when you, our own allies are now turning towards China. Mm -hmm. It's a lack of leadership, not just in foreign policy, within our border and everywhere else. Let's go, Brandon. This president has been in elected office for 50 years. Do you know he has spent more dinners with Hunter Biden's business associates I than he has visiting that. the border? Mm -hmm. Let's go, Brandon, I agree. <laughs> yeah, don't you think that's important then? One time in 50 years. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many people will die today from fentanyl coming across our border? It's a scourge. It's the equivalent of an airliner crashing every single day in America. Mm -hmm. And they refuse to even visit it or do something about it. So we are going to make sure this border becomes secure. President Trump's going to be our nominee and President Trump's going to win because President Trump's policies made America stronger. So we'll see with McCarthy. We'll see with McCarthy um, whether or not, um, you know, he's going to stick to his guns. He, it sounds like he didn't outright and say he was going to uh, support Trump, but he said it was inevitable uh, that Trump was going to be president. And he said he is going to make sure, uh, because that's the big uh, policy question here is whether or not, they're going to give money to the border. That might not fix it. But in the appropriations bill, spend money on border security to stop the flow of migrants could be tied to support for Ukraine. I say Ukraine should get no more money regardless. Um, but I guess it's going to be tied to border security. So we just need to reelect Trump. But in any case, here's also how the CBS um, Sunday Morning Propaganda, the show CBS Sunday Morning, um, depicted the shutdown. Of course, it's evil Republicans not wanting people to get paid. It's not about the $33 trillion the government owns that could never pay back, uh, including the debt service, which is near $500 billion a year. It's given the nation a little fiscal breathing room. News of a temporary agreement on funding the government came as a surprise. It was tough, but we got it through. That will keep the government open for another 45 days. But it does not include any new funding for Ukraine. All of this could have been avoided. Democrats blame the brinkmanship on Republicans. McCarthy has spent weeks trying to propose a plan that would be acceptable to a small hardline faction within his own party. Holding it up were about 20 conservative House members, cheered on by Donald Trump.
who refused to entertain anything that didn't include their demand for deep cuts in federal spending. Cuts that even some of their fellow Republicans thought were too steep. Mr. Speaker, I move that the House do now adjourn. What? The Speaker's troubles are only beginning. McCarthy's bill appealed to enough Democrats to get it across the finish line, but that will likely be viewed by the same group of conservatives as a betrayal. His chief foil? Congressman Matt Gates of Florida, who's threatened to oust McCarthy from his job. I am concerned. Just what does happen at mid-November when this part-time spending measure reaches its expiration date, too? There will be a giant sucking sound. So, um... There you have it. Uh, we got to stop spending the money. And and the media should be calling ha- hardline conservatives what they are, hardline conservatives. Not the the menace of 20 far right wing. Uh, I guess on a conservative scale, um, you, they would be right wing because they're hardliners on uh, federal budget matters, which they should be. That's what the problem is, is the people that believe not in fantasy economics like the Keynesian economics but real economics where you have to pay your bills is that we need to stop spending money and the real true line true conservatives even say that about military spending that's without a doubt we already spent enough on the military um but we can't spend we certainly can't give money away to other countries that's ridiculous Anyway, that's it for me. I'm going to try to fix these technical issues. And um, don't forget to like, subscribe, and uh, leave a comment down below. Share the um, share the podcast uh, with your friends. And Because uh, I'm just I'm totally discombobulated when buttons don't work properly and can't get this... Uh, and then stuff gets deleted. That was my fault. I deleted about an hour's worth of work. That was not the deep state. It was just me hitting a button and something got deleted. So. Anyway, it's it. Check you tomorrow, Tuesdays. I guess it's going to be August 3rd. Or is it August 3rd today? Tomorrow will be Tuesday, August 3rd. And we're going to try to get a, a episode of Tuesdays with Perry up. Uh, See you tomorrow. This is a conspiracy. That's what this is. You can't handle the truth. Truth is revelation.